I'm going to tell you a quick story. Street performers tell great stories. I remember seeing you sweat. Be they comic or tragic, they're always entertaining. Oh my God, what a good one. This is a Stories from the Pitch short. Welcome to Stories from the Pitch, a growing oral history about street performing and some of the crazy characters who populate this world. Whenever a performer steps out in front of an audience, they're taking a risk. A risk that what they've got planned is going to work. A risk that it's going to be well-received by an audience. And a risk that nothing horrible is going to go wrong in the process. These risks are exponentially increased when said audience is on the street, as this venue seems to present a much more interesting cross-section of humanity. To make things even more interesting, how about performing in a country where, although English is widely understood, you don't actually speak the native tongue? And so, with a mouthful of breakfast, here's Byron Bertram telling Magic Brian how he got Amster damaged. All right, Byron Bertram, mm. here in New York City, eating some eggs and toast. Oh, yeah. And uh, you're going to share a short story. I am. So I was in Amsterdam. What year is this? This was 2004. It's 10 years ago. I go there. There's uh, this crazy sort of demonstration. Uh, this guy's super frank. He's this... Um, performer in, uh, in Amsterdam. They were having this protest at Dom Square, which is famous for street performing in the center of Amsterdam, and a lot of street performers do that. But they're having this demonstration for non-European Union members who are being excluded from getting licenses. Because they were cracking down at the time, right? They are cracking down at the time for non-EU members uh, being able to street perform. I guess they wanted to clean out their riffraff, whatever. Right. And Frank wanted to... Frank was just like, no, you're killing international yeah. cultures. This is bullshit. Yeah. So they had this demonstration, and... Uh, Oh, I heard about it in Edinburgh. So I, I was like, after the French festival in Edinburgh, I was like, yeah, I got nothing to do. I'll come to that. So they had this big stage set up right in the square. And everybody went up and just did a bit. Or they did a couple different sets. So I, And it just kept going. It was like a long show. And then they just tried to gather a crowd and get petitions signed and get some press down. And so they weren't having it. They, they weren't having it. They just wanted people to sign. And so they wanted to show, here's a variety of acts that aren't from Europe. This yeah. is a good thing for Amsterdam. Support this exactly, yeah. But there was a mix of locals and internationals too. Mm-hmm. So I went on stage, did my thing, doing the straight jacket chains, and I got a couple of volunteers, and you know it's going fine. Then randomly, this one guy just jumps on stage right when I'm getting chained up, and he said, "Here's the real show now, motherfucker!" And he grabs a chain and just starts choking me with it, and then he punches me in the face a few times. <laughs> And this guy's like this big roid raging Dutch guy. Yeah, this crazy Dutch meathead juice monkey bouncer dude. Wow. And, and then finally, you know, people are just like, "Oh, wow, this is part of the show." And it's like, "No, I'm, you know, help." How how long I'm, did it I'm, take for someone to jump up there? And... About half an hour. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, you know, the volunteers pushed him off me, and then a couple performers, Super Frank, and another guy. I guess it was it Lee, uh, Lee Lee Hayes. Lee Hayes. So four of these guys to push him off me. And then I got over it really quick. So you're in the straitjacket and the chains, mm-hmm. and this guy, this insane guy, just comes up and yeah, and everybody's seen it. And like, there's the news is filming this, right? The news is filming me getting beat up, beat by some crazy person. So maybe it's, it's on YouTube somewhere. But that, that's say, viral. It's, it's just YouTube. under some like Dutch title. <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's like Usen de Blis de Basker beat down Don Square. Yeah, is that your best Dutch? I don't know what it is. I'm okay. I'm surprised. Like, did he break my nose? My nose is bleeding. Yeah. And my throat's a little bit sore, you know, like, but I'm fine. I'm like, man, that guy was a big dude. 
Yeah. I was ready to fight him too. Just I got out really quick. Got on my straight jacket and changed like really quick. As soon so as you finished your off. act. No, I didn't. I did. I just, just got, got out. Well, I just got out really quick, and I'm just like, <clears throat> you know, it was like blowing the trick. Yeah. And I, I didn't give a shit. I just want to get out of there. Yeah. And then I'm ready to like fight this guy, even though he's bigger than me and just this crazy psychopath. I'm just fight or flight, you know. Mm-hmm. You're pissed. I'm you're pissed, and I'm frightened, and I'm just like, well, luckily I wasn't hat it, so you know, <laughs> who cares, right? Anyway, so uh, but then Frank just holds me back, and he's all like, he's like, no, 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 it's just like this is good, this is good. This will give us the exposure we need about, you know, the crazy people attacking the performers. Yeah, we could pay the martyr card. <laughs> anyway, so this this homeless junkie guy's all tweaking out and laughing. When that happens, he runs to the cop. He's like the nicest, uh, most helpful junkie I've ever met. <laughs> so he just runs off, finds this cop, and then this fat cop just lumbers up. And then I didn't see what happened, but apparently a bunch of people went with the cop. And they saw the crazy guy around the corner, the road raging nutjob. And he took a swing at the cop, and this fat cop... Just grabbed his arm, twisted him around, threw him to the ground. Like he was wow. just like a fat ninja cop. <laughs> so the guy gets arrested, and then uh, they say the police want you to come to the station, make a statement. And then the junkie comes back, and he's like, I know where the police station is. I've been there all the time. <laughs> so he takes me to the police station. I'm like, oh, shit. And then he's a witness statement. He's giving a witness statement in Dutch, this uh, junkie. Uh, junkie. He was like the nicest, friendliest junkie I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, Crazy street people can be very nice and violent in Holland. Anyway, so <laughs> so then and then they're asking a delicate me, balance. In yeah, so he's testifying in Dutch to you know witness testimony. They're asking me. They're like, "Are you okay? You think your nose is broken?" I'm like, "No, I don't think it's broken." They're just like, "No, no, it's it's, it's broken, right?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And they go, "What about your throat? Is it okay? Can you have a hard time breathing?" I'm like, "No, I'm okay. No, you have a hard time breathing, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do. Yeah." <laughs> Apparently, they want to nail this guy on attempted murder. Yeah, why not? They were just like, fuck this guy. Apparently, this guy was this crazy nutjob. They found a bunch of steroids in his pocket. He was in a cell. He, apparently, he's like assaulted people before. He's right. just crazy. He's nuts. He's nuts. And the reason I said, well, why did he just randomly come on stage and start punching me? He's like, oh, he thought you were talking about his family. What? I'm like, what? Talking about my family. And he's like, his last name's Ketting. And in Dutch, that means chain. So in his just nutjob state, he thought it was like, so I'm going to get wrapped up in this guy's family. Fuck this guy's family. I don't know if that's obviously what he heard in his career. So you were saying chain in Dutch? You uh, saying... No, I was just saying chain. Oh, so he translated. He just translated in his own, you know, crazy, insane, insane head. That, you know, I was... Talking about his family? Yeah. Jesus. So he's, yeah, anyway. So then he's in the cell, and then somebody came back later. He's like, hey, do you think we could take your chains as evidence <laughs> for the court case? I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, the judge wants to see the chains, you know, as like the attempted murder weapon. <laughs> And I was like, what? And then I was like, well, I'm going back to Canada tomorrow. But I was like, you know what? Actually, they're rusty and they're crap. And it's going to save me an extra baggage. So here's the chain. Anyway, good luck with the case. See you, Holland. And that was that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Amsterdam. What a great place. Thanks, Byron. Mm. Enjoy your eggs. Thanks. Stories from the Pitch is produced by the Busker Hall of Fame and is made possible through the generous support of listeners like you. If you like what we're doing, feel free to swing by the Busker Hall of Fame website, click on the donate button, and throw a little love into our online hat. Your contributions really do allow us to create more content and grow this resource. Music for this episode came from Tim Sars and the Carnival Band from Vancouver. Links to both Tim's work and the Carnival Band are posted in the notes section for this episode on the Busker Hall of Fame website, so do check them out. 
Got a story to tell? Something you think we could improve? Or perhaps you're interested in becoming a sponsor of an upcoming episode? If so, drop me a line at cbg at buskerhalloffame.com. On behalf of myself, Executive Director Lindsay Lindbergh, Associate Producer Magic Bryant, and the rest of the staff of the Busker Hall of Fame, we hope this finds you well. And as you perform for audiences around the world, please remember to use your superpowers for good. I'm David Aiken, the Checkerboard Guy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.